What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Home is in the Heartland, episode two. It is October 30th, and uh, football is back on tomorrow on Halloween. We have a big week of football that we have to recap from last week because, as probably most of you know, me and Austin are both college students and we get busy because uh, college is our most important priority. Uh, we're going to go through last week's games and how crazy of a week it was. We've got our picks of the week, our locks for the entire uh, NCAA, our upset of the week for the NCAA, and a preview of the Big Ten for this coming weekend, as well as maybe you know saying a few words on the current game that's going on between Maryland and Minnesota. Um, I'm Matt, and here's my co-host, Austin. Hello. Uh, my name's Austin. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Uh, starting with last week, it was a hell of a week of football. It was fun to watch. <laughs> I slept through most of the Ohio State game because I was really tired. I really did. I <laughs> fell asleep at 7-0, and I woke up when it was 38-17. to <laughs> so, I, I literally was like, all right, I don't want to miss the Ohio State game, so I'm going to go Chipotle early. And I watched like five minutes inside Chipotle, and then I came back and didn't leave the Ohio State Nebraska game, so I did not see much of the other early slate. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I slept through the early slate. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest, I was really tired, and it was. You ever eat so many carbs for lunch, and then you just pass out? <laughs> That's kind of what happened. I had a big lunch <laughs> at my grandparents' house. You know, it's their couch is super comfortable though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's kick it off. We got uh, Illinois Wisconsin the Friday game. We both picked Wisconsin for the same reason. Yeah, revenge and game. We also said, I or at least I said, like if if Wisconsin actually has a QB, then they can challenge. And Mertz looks like a legitimate QB, but Ooh. like, oh man, <laughs> you got you got you got to love that good that good old boy COVID coming in taking down the QB for. I, I hate the Big Ten's. I hate the Big Ten's quote protocol. Twenty-one uh, days. Yeah. Uh, screw Kevin Warren. Uh, having twenty-one days. The SEC has fourteen. The ACC has ten. Trevor Lawrence has to wait ten days. He's gonna be back for freaking Notre Dame. Notre yeah. Dame would beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They get to go in in Clemson, Notre Dame. But Trevor Lawrence is going to be back because guess what? He gets the he doesn't have to sit out for the full fourteen days like you know every other American has to when they catch the virus. Yeah, you know, like in like well, like even last week, like Saban was supposed to. It was it was either last week or the week week before. Saban got t- tested positive on Wednesday and then was able to coach on Saturday. Like he had, he had I get that negative test though, didn't he? I get that, but like he tested positive, and then they kept testing him the next few days ju- to like I get to confirm, but like you tested positive, you shouldn't be able to coach four days later whether it's a false positive or not. Yeah, he sh- he should have been out that week. They still like, won, but he should have been out. Yes, I I, <laughs> I pick I pick Georgia for that game. Full disclosure, but so that's why I'm kind of fired up about. But like, <laughs> but yeah, like. They still- they dominated that second half. That was, that was. I think I did watch that game. Yeah. Um, anyway, tangent over. Back to Wisconsin. <laughs> Mertz actually looked like Wisconsin looks like they have a QB for once. Yes, he went twenty for twenty-one, two hundred forty-eight yards, five touchdowns. Absolutely dominated. 
did he actually break the record for most consecutive passes or did he like tie it and then miss it? I actually have no idea because he either g- just got it or just missed it. And I, d- and I don't know which I have no clue. I was trying to look over the, the play by play count it for myself, but I was like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. <laughs> All right, that's fair, but that's fair. yeah. Uh, so going into the morning slate that you slept through, <laughs> Uh, we, Ohio, as in Ohio State, we started out really sluggish. Like, my entire family group chat <laughs> was just yelling about how awful we looked the whole the whole first half. Like, it was just constant yelling, like, we smell, we stink. <laughs> we kicked it up in the second half, but, like, the first half just didn't look as good as we should have, especially, like, coming off of like not playing and coming off of fields pushing for us to play mm. like uh looking at the like score by score like it was 14 14 at one point ohio state should not be 14 14 with nebraska when we're being touted as much as we are our defense just looks so sluggish right out of the gate adrian martinez just came out and was like yeah, this is what everyone expects me to be. Then in the mm-hmm. second half, I don't know what Ryan Day said. I don't know what happened in the locker room at halftime, but the defense mm-hmm. just kicked it up a notch, man. Yeah. I mean, they outscored Nebraska 20 to 3 in the second half, which is that's Ohio State. That's a football. that's a cursed number right there. <laughs> that's a that's a cursed number right there. Yikes. <laughs> but, but- I just think he looked good. Justin Fields looked like he's back to his normal self, you know, doing his thing. He said he went on a vegan diet, you know, he's <laughs> getting his life in order, ready to win a Heisman, get drafted in the top five, if not number one overhaul ahead of Trevor Lawrence, because he I don't tr- think Trevor Lawrence is that good. He, I, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is bad. I just think Fields is better. And I hate how much, like, they're already saying, like, the presumptive number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. Like, slow your roll, guys. See, the Trevor funny thing Lawrence. is, Trevor Lawrence will get drafted number one overall. And then he's going to be terrible because he's going to be on the Jets. I saw, I saw a thing the other day, and it's like, Tua is going to be the Philip Rivers uh, to Eli and Ben. Is going to, uh, Tua is going to be the Philip Rivers to Eli and Ben. Uh, with, and it was like, those two are Burrow and Herbert. And I was like, yeah, I hope that that happens because I just don't want either Tua or Trevor to look good. Once they're in the NFL, like sorry, that was a. I don't, I I don't mind Tua. It's just like I don't like the SEC and the ACC. (laughs) That's entirely fair. I understand (laughs) that. Sorry, that was a tangent that I just remembered as you said that. (laughs) Hey, I I understand that. I understand that. I do like Tua though. I just like kind of like the way he plays. I like Fitzpatrick more. I. I hate what the Dolphins did to Ryan. This is another tangent, but I hate what the Dolphins did to Ryan Fitzpatrick. He looks so good. I picked him up for my fantasy team because he's looking really good. Gets benched. Gets gets benched. I and yeah. he found out over Twitter. Yeah, he didn't even him first. Granted, right. it shouldn't have been leaked the way it was. So that means there's someone in the Dolphins organization that got fired. But but that's yeah. beside the point. You need to tell him as soon as you make the decision and not mm-hmm. wait. Like, yeah, back to <laughs> back from the tangent. Back to what we're supposed to talk. The the one thing that did like that I'm I'm looking over the game stats now 
Ohio State's leading rusher had 54 yards. Is that that was just that was Justin Fields. Fields. Fields had 54, Sermon had 48, and Teague had 41. Which like our rushing numbers aren't bad. But like I don't like that they're so spread out. Like, Honestly, sometimes you like, gotta have that. Yes, but like I like again, we had 215 rushing yards. That's that's I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> I that's just don't good. like I just don't like the fact that like we had that our running backs didn't run all over them. Like like our our top running backs weren't carrying the bulk of the load. Like we had 54 48 41 32 23 17. Like those are too many close numbers for running backs. Like I I know that I'm being nitpicky here but like I want our running backs to our top running backs to look like top running backs rather than to just have like a six person committee. Mhm. Like and, we, I get that we've been spoiled with having Zeke and Dobbins back to back, but like, yeah, we don't have that super explosive back right now. Teague's more of our power man, though. He looked really good up the middle. I mean, like he he still did have two touchdowns, so it's not like he did bad. It's just it, like, no, like I don't like. I know a lot of people uh, were not really happy with Sermon in his first performance. My logic of that is like, oh, he just got here in COVID times, like, I'm willing to give him, like, a game or two to acclimate Yeah, Ohio State versus Oklahoma, where they where the closest defender is going to be in in France. <laughs> 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 like, I get you need you need a little bit of time, but, like, Teague has been here already. He And, he, like, I get he had two touchdowns, but, like, 41 yards just feels kind of low. Yeah, maybe that's a testament to Nebraska's defense. Maybe they're a little better than what we think. They gave up 52 points. <laughs> they did, but they gave up 52 points to like the number one or number two offense in the entire country. Yeah. We expected them to put up 60, almost 70 points. Mm-hmm. I would I would say... And one of the touchdowns was right at the end of the game when they should have taken a knee. So... Yeah. It's, it's Essentially, this is a 45-17 game with kind of a cheesy touchdown at the end, which I don't condone yeah. running up the score. Um, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh really? <laughs> really? Um, just move on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Cincinnati. You didn't run up the score. I I will hold that you that y'all ran up the score. It's the difference between running up the score and you guys giving up a ninety-one yard touchdown to the quarterback. You don't run a quarterback run with five minutes left in the game up up by eighteen. Outs. You're up. I we're up by fifteen. We're up by two. Up by eighteen. It was. It was no. No, no, it was fifteen. We were up by either 15. way. Twenty to thirteen. You had stopped us on like four straight fourth down conversion attempts <laughs> at that point. Uh, no, we are not. <laughs> we got injured versus Memphis. Fuck Memphis. Language. <laughs> <laughs> All the homies hate Memphis. If I knew how to edit, I would be able to bleep that out, but. I'm not. I don't know how. To do it. <laughs> All right, that's fine. But you know, forty-five seventeen testament to Nebraska's defense. Maybe a testament to their offense that they were able, able to put up seventeen against Ohio State's defense. Maybe Ohio State just needed to get warmed up a little bit. Yeah. We'll find out this week, though. We'll find out this week I'm, what Ohio State's defense is truly made of. Yeah. Or yeah. Penn State might just be bad, but you know. <laughs> Speaking of that's Penn State, yeah. 
this this wasn't the morning slate. I don't know why ESPN has it in this order, but it I does. Didn't either. Uh, yeah, Penn State, Indiana. <laughs> I was watching that game basically the whole way. Like, I don't really. It was that game I had on that I don't really remember watching except for bits and pieces. You know. Yeah, I caught the overtime. Like the it, the overtime was good. Oh, what a play at the end! Did he get in? Yeah, I I think he did. And if he in what I said in the moment was, I think the play should stand. I don't care if they said he was in or if they said he was out. I think it should have stood whichever way they called it. There wasn't enough evidence to either overturn it or confirm it. Yeah, because so, in in my opinion, I thought the nose of the ball crossed the front edge of the white line before mm-hmm. anything touched. That was what I touchdown, said. But it was also really, really hard to tell what yeah. what happened. Like in my mind, I it seemed to me like he was in. Like looking it over again, it looked like he was in. Even from the foes that Penn State fans are like, look at him not being in. Like I think he looks in in that picture. But whether he was in or not, I just think it was that whichever way they called it on the field should have stood. Yep. I wholeheartedly agree with that like, one. It, it didn't. Like, I'm looking at the, at, like, the back and forth of the scoring. Like, it never felt like it was, like, out of, like, every, either team really had control. Like, I know that they had a lot of bad, that Penn State had a lot of bad stuff happen in the first half. But like, and and then like Indiana missed that uh, field goal at the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no Penn. Wait. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Penn State missed it, not not Indiana. My bad. Yeah. But like, it didn't see like Penn State didn't look bad, and I know we said it last week that like Indiana doesn't um uh like we weren't buying into the indiana hype like i'm not buying into the indiana hype as much as like penn state just didn't look that good like penn state hasn't didn't look like the penn state that we've seen for a couple years now yeah that's at least my logic of it it's kind of like penn state had they looked like an average big 10 team sean clifford looked fine two picks but Still 238, three touchdowns, 24-35. He looked solid. He he had 119 yards rushing and one touchdown. So, I mean, he looked fine. They, yeah. I mean, their defense didn't look like anything special. I mean, obviously, because they lost. And they scored 35 points. So their offense doesn't, their, their offense isn't no. playing poorly. I didn't the think that they're. Turnovers? Yeah. And the defense. Like, I don't think their defense, I don't think their defense looked that bad either, though. Because, like. I'm just looking at this like Indy like in the, I'm looking at the first half right now like Indiana kicked a field goal after going 22 yards. They kicked a touch or they scored a touchdown after going 4 yards. Mm-hmm. In the second half they kicked a field goal after 44. They scored a touchdown after 75 like but like in the first half like at least two of their three big scores in the first half came off of turnovers. Like if you're going four yards for a touchdown, that's what you want to see every time. Yeah, they had three turnovers. Mm-hmm. So like, that's all it is. That's- yeah, like, like I don't think the de- – I was more saying, like, the defense didn't really look bad. It's just, like, those turnovers really cost Penn State. 
But John will complain. Turnovers. But like, go ahead and throw four more. Yeah, yeah, Clifford, go ahead, give us the ball. We won't mind. But it's really just if they can clean up the turnovers, they are going to be a very, very good oh, touchdown. Sorry. playoff contention. <laughs> well, not anymore. No playoff contention anymore because no. they lost. But yeah, uh, at least New Year Six. New Year Six contention. Yeah. Um, still not going to buy into the Indiana hype until they, you know, keep winning. But yeah, like one game is not enough to justify a hype, even in a shortened season. Help Purdue beat Ohio State one year, and they were they. <laughs> Foreign I, I don't do this in my life. <laughs> hey, it happens. It's not the end of the world. We survive. I have learned I can't go to a basketball game during an Ohio State game. You're not allowed. If, next time, if you ever do that again, I'm going to fly myself to Dallas and punch you. Like, legitimately, uh, senior, year, senior year of high school, I was at a basketball game when Ohio State lost to Iowa. Freshman year of college, I was at Mavericks Open Night when Ohio State lost to Purdue. Last year, I had the choice of go to SMU Georgetown or watch Ohio State Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship. And I stayed and watched the Big Ten Championship, and then SMU got blown out in the basketball game. <laughs> so I, I am convinced that the basketball game is is the deciding factor. Whichever game you watch is the game that wins, man. The other one's got to lose. It's just, yeah, it's science. Because yeah. the Mavericks weren't even good on that opening night, and we still beat the Timberwolves. Yeah. So, like, it is just whichever game I'm watching will be the one that wins. I am knocking on wood on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, moving into the next one. Because I'm think so confused. I'm so confused by ESPN. Why? Because it has Michigan-Minnesota next, which was a night game. Yeah, we'll just cover it anyway. They won 49-24. Minnesota looked like crap. Teton looked like they actually knew how to play football for the first time ever. I was at a a certain other game. (laughs) So I did not see any of this game. Yeah, I was watching the Cincinnati-SMU game where Cincinnati kicked the living daylights. I don't need this in my life. I don't need this in my life. Hey, what was the score? 42 to 13? 28-28-13. Oh, right. And then you guys gave up a 91-yard touchdown to our quarterback. Yeah, that's right. You ran it. You ran it with your running with your running back. Oh, and then Lamar Jackson running back quarterback and basically gave you what we were running. Basically just telegraphed it just so we can get one more first down. Your safety was like, I don't know what's happening, and we you just gave up another 30-yard touchdown. So, hey, Matt, hey, Matt, what did you say about 10 minutes ago when um, we were recapping Nebraska-Ohio State? Sorry, what? I can't hear you. What did you, you say when we were recapping Nebraska-Ohio State? Uh, he should, he, no, what, no you, but you said, oh, we should have we taken a knee. We shouldn't have run up the score. I feel like that last touchdown at least was running up the score. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the last touchdown was not running the score. <laughs> we were trying to get a first down because he still had three timeouts and there were still like two minutes but, left in the game. And but he should have so gone really down after he got the first down. He should have gone down after he got the first down. He had a college student. The only person I've ever seen <laughs> that is Todd Gurley, and Todd Gurley tried to do it and he scored a touchdown <laughs> in the last game. <laughs> See? The only team to. So you should have lost the game. <laughs> yeah, but you guys aren't good enough to beat Cincinnati. So, let, all right, let's leave it. We uh, we would be good enough if Memphis did injure everybody. <laughs> hey, Roberson was a non-contact energy, so that's not Memphis. It was fault. still during Memphis, so is Memphis's fault. <laughs> Moving on. 
We will see you in the championship game. Michigan, Minnesota. <laughs> Again, I did see. I saw. I think like five minutes before my Uber picked me up. There's a uh, episode one and a half that I have not posted because it's a rant <laughs> show, uh, from Austin about uh, how crappy the game was for SMU Cincinnati. I will admit <laughs> that the American refs are terrible, but we did not run up the score. That's just fact. I think we did. I think you did. I mean, yeah, you guys tried to run up the score, but you only scored <laughs> Um, I but, I blame I blame Dykes for that. <laughs> fine, I'll give one to you. The first touchdown was terrible defense on your part because you let the quarterback run ninety-one yards and couldn't catch him. Two, the second score probably could have been a kneel down, but uh, I don't know what was going through Fickle's score. <laughs> no. I know what was running through Fickle's head. We're going for the playoffs, but I don't care. It was against my team. All right, you're just salty because you lost against any other um, team. Against any other team, I probably would have been like, "Yeah, Cincinnati to the playoffs, woo!" But not against my team. <laughs> so I'm just gonna assume that we don't really care about the Michigan Minnesota game because Michigan blew out Minnesota. Minnesota doesn't look great. <laughs> Michigan looks solid. Muhammad Ibrahim looks like a freaking beast, especially with the way he's playing tonight. Yeah, like I have it up next. I have it up here. It's thirty-eight twenty-eight. I'm not sure if he got another touchdown. He had four last I, last I saw. Um, let's see. Does he have five? He still has four. Oh, Tanner Morgan got a touchdown. But like, I don't. I don't know right now if this is Minnesota is bouncing. I, I get. Let's finish last week. Last week before we go into this week. <laughs> They're playing Maryland. Yeah, that's why I'm. That's what I was gonna say. But like, let's. <laughs> Michigan came out in the first half, played lights out, faded away in the second half. You know, that's ton football for you. <laughs> I don't really think there's much else to say about that game. It's kind of a big game blowout, and we don't really care about one of the two teams. So, <laughs> do we care about either? <laughs> I like to see Minnesota do well. Fair. I, I, don't know. I, just, I, I like the Golden Gophers. Fair. Part of me just like, you know. Golden a, Gophers. The Cinderella story, you know? Cin- the Cinderella story from last year. They might be crap now, but. Eh. All right, so Rutgers, Michigan State. This one shocked the crap out of me. It did me too. Like, it was in the, it was in the same slate as Ohio State. So I saw, like, Michigan State's last drive. And I like I know that both of us like have at least some of a connection to Shiano, so like we're kind of biased in saying their coaching is really good. But like touchdown pass to his kid. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. I had dinner at his house. I almost hit him with a ping pong ball. <laughs> I shit you not. Me and Josh were playing ping pong in the basement, and he whiffed, and I he gave me a layup, and I smacked it. Right as Greg was walking past, and I missed him by about six inches. I would have <laughs> killed him with it. <laughs> I, I kid you not. They had roosters for dinner. It was delicious. <laughs> anyway, I don't I will say he's all business. I when I walked into his house, he was watching film on the TV at his desk, getting ready like for the game when that he, weekend. When he was Ohio State's defensive coordinator. Uh huh. I mean, he was business. He came down like once and then he came and sat down with all of us and was like all right so what are you guys expecting this weekend i'm like 
I'm just playing ping pong, dog. I don't know. I'm not that good. <laughs> All right, give me the first five plays you want me to call on defense. <laughs> this no. I didn't sign up for this. Dude, I don't even know. I don't even play defense. <laughs> they took me out of defense because of my concussion problems. <laughs> That's why I'm brain dead. Uh, okay, Rutgers, Michigan State. <laughs> like, again, it was morning slate. I only saw like Michigan State's final drive. And I don't know if that was in so I don't know what the whole game was like Michigan State bad or Rutgers good. It like I'm looking at the at the um drive by drive. Good God. I'm just gonna read Michigan State's drives. Fumble, fumble, downs, touchdown, interception, fumble, field goal, field goal, fumble, punt, touchdown, downs, punt, touchdown, interception. So Michigan State has the same problem as Penn like, State turnovers. Like one, two. They had two punts and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven, seven turnovers? <laughs> I'm including turnover on downs, but like. Like seven like actual turnovers. Um, let's look at team stats. Five fumbles, two picks. Oh, they did have seven actual turnovers. Oh shit! Yeah, seven actual turnovers. That's that's bad. Yeah. So wow. like, I, I I didn't watch it, but I think that had more to do with Michigan State bad than Rutgers good, or Rutgers defense good, Michigan State bad. Well, like I don't care how good your defense is. You're not you're not getting seven turnovers just off of your defense being good. I've done it in Madden. It's not that far out of scope. <laughs> So, like, I hate to chalk it up to that, especially, like, after they just beat somebody who you, who normally is a thorn in our side. Huh. But, like, I, I think that that has more to do with Michigan State bad than Rutgers good, sadly. Hey, we'll find out tomorrow. We'll find yeah. out tomorrow. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, another big game that, well, a big-ish game that we thought would go the other way. Iowa yeah. Purdue! Yeah, like, uh, another one that I, what what time was it? Oh, this was the Penn State Indiana one. That's why I didn't watch it. Like, I don't have too much to say. Like, I'm kind of shocked looking at the stats right now because Iowa's QB had like 270 yards. That just feels really high for an Iowa QB. Fifty times. Uh oh. Uh, the, uh, Purdue's QB threw it fifty times. I'm saying Iowa. Like, even for Iowa though, passing it 39 times feels way too high. Ooh, they went away from their roots. Is what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, like I, Iowa was up twenty to fourteen in the fourth quarter, but like, okay, I take it back. They had one hundred ninety-five yards rushing. But but they're more. They were more balanced than than I think that. Yeah. We've, like I yeah. I don't see Iowa passing much. Like when I see Iowa playing, I expect run it fifty times. How's that not? It's just kind of the same thing. I uh do with purdue i expect more running the football than passing the football yeah um do they still oh. have their really good guy though uh i don't or know xander horvath they're good guy uh i don't remember <laughs> uh, i don't think so because uh xander horvath looking at it his career stats, rondell don't rondell moore uh did he opt out he might have um, I don't see him on here. Let's see, 
Uh, he is. It says he opted back in, but it did seem like he played. Yeah, he did not play. Uh, on he didn't play last week, but says he opted back in. Might have to wait another week or two before he yeah, can. Like the coach just said, he was out. That was mm-hmm. all he said. He was just out. Whenever he's ready to play, he will play. But like, like. So Purdue played without their guy who was supposed to be good, apparently. Xander Horvath had a big game, 129 yards on 21 carries. Better than any of Ohio State's backs. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I don't think we have a lot to say about this game other than yeah, shocker, but I did call it last week that going into Purdue is not always an easy task. Yeah, like it was one of those games of like it's on the schedule. Uh, <laughs> it's a Big Ten game on the schedule. That's about all I can say. Yeah. This just kind of shows Iowa's not going to be very good again this year. Unless they pull it together, it's just kind of a fluke, but they're yeah. They're not going to be very good again. Maybe 4 and 4, 3 and 5. Yeah. 5 and 3 maybe. If they can. Maybe. It, maybe. I I haven't looked at their schedule. Like if I look at their schedule, then I may be like, "Oh, never mind." But like uh, their see. schedule isn't looking that bad. Northwestern, like, Michigan State, Minnesota, Penn State, Nebraska, Illinois, Wisconsin. Yeah, like that's not looking that bad. No, like I, I'll say, I think they'll probably go five hundred at this point. I think they will too. And then Maryland Northwestern <laughs> didn't see that one coming. This one split us last week. <laughs> yeah, I said Northwestern. You said Maryland. I don't need this. <laughs> yep. Because I remember what I said was like Northwestern. You don't know if they're going to be competing. I think both of us said it. Like, you don't know if they're going to be competing for the West, or if they're going to be like on the li- on the worst teams in the NCAA list every- for that year. Like, it-, it changes every year, and you don't know which one they're going to be each year. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to wait till they play Iowa tomorrow to like determine how I feel how- if they're if if it was just Maryland is that bad, but like. Even watching Minnesota Maryland right now, like it's still a ten point game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, at Maryland. Wait, yep. I guess at at Maryland isn't good because Maryland's down. But like, it they aren't looking like I didn't get to watch this game. Uh, I don't know what was. Yeah, this was at the same time slot as as um, uh, Michigan Minnesota, uh, SMU Cincy. So I didn't get to watch it, but like, yeah, it I, in my mind, it should not have been forty-three to three. No, I don't think so. Either. Even with a Nebraska win, it should not have been thirty-three to three or forty-three to three. And then, yeah. uh, is it Talia? Is that his name? Yeah, um, let's go. I don't with know that. how I don't know how to pronounce it. Talia Tagaviola. He had ninety-four yards and three picks. That's like, that's a rough day. Like their leading rusher had 35 yards. Like I'm, I don't know if this was just Nebraska's defense shutting them down or what, but like, wait, could have been. How did they get the ball back? Um, but oh, that was it just bad. maybe Northwestern's going to be pretty decent this year. I I don't I don't know. Sorry, I was reading the play the uh drive the drive report <laughs> from that mm. game. Uh, uh I don't I don't know. I again it's another wait for another week and see there. Yeah. 
give it give it this week and then um mm. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that's a big ten from last weekend. Yeah. Maryland Northwestern, Iowa Purdue, Rutgers, Michigan State, Michigan, Minnesota, Penn State, Indiana, Nebraska, Ohio State, and Illinois, Wisconsin. Now we move on to this coming week, which I think is another big week of football. Big fun week of football. Before we get into Big Ten, do we want to discuss like outside conference? Yeah, we got our picks of the week, our locks of the week, not including the spread, but we're picking teams that have that the difference is bigger than three points. Even if it's three point five, because that's that might be my pick, but even if it's bigger than three point five, we have our picks, our locks of the week, and our upsets, upsets. of the week. So you go ahead and start with yours, your uh, lock of the week. Uh, I am locking OK State over Texas. Like I, I obviously live in Texas, so like a lot of stuff gets played on our TV just based on like local stuff. But like Texas hasn't looked good, and I don't know how OK State's only a three and a half point favorite over them. Like e- looking at ESPN, it says that Texas has a fifty-one and a half percent chance to win. I don't see it. Like, yeah, Texas. I agree. Like, I'm I'm looking over their game. Like, they played UTEP. I'm ignoring that game. They won by seven over Tech when they were trailing late. Like, they were like, at one point in that game, there was a ninety nine point six percent chance Tech wins the game, and Tech lost. <laughs> it shows that they know how to finish. You two. say that, but then they played TCU and lost 33-31. I take that back. And they got a safety as time expired to make it to, to make it 33-31. And then, mm-hmm. like, Oklahoma went into however many overtimes. I think f- four over... Yeah, four overtimes and didn't finish. Like, Baylor, I don't know if Baylor is good. They don't seem that good now that rule's gone. Like, they... They beat their only win is against Kansas. <laughs> yeah, like the fact that Texas is is this close to OK State in this game, I don't get. I think OK State's going to win by far more than three and a half. I think it'll be two touchdowns. I at, at, yeah, like probably seventeen. That'd be my guess. Mm. Uh, my lock of the week is going to actually be the team that we destroyed last week, and that's going to be SMU over Navy. I think at home, coming off of a very terrible loss, forty-two to thirteen. I don't need this in my life. I <laughs> muted my mic to let you talk, but no, I don't need this in my life. <laughs> uh, uh, I just feel like rubbing it in a little bit, but I think they come in against Navy, and just that's my lock. It just come out, they win, they do their thing. Um. Come back, uh, Shane Buchel comes out. Heisman standard right and... there. Eh, not the way he performed last week, but I can understand why you would say that. Um, I did like. <laughs> I, I'm not I did disagreeing like... there, but... huh? I'm not disagreeing on the last week thing. I'm just saying he still has been content. He should still be. Oh Heisman yeah, no, he's, he still has the stats to do it. I also <laughs> like Bentley. I think he's going to play really well. But SMU is definitely my lock of the week. I think they're thirteen point favorites against Navy. I think you can uh, bet that. Yeah, I like. There's a reason tomorrow night that the, my big screen is going to be on Ohio State, Penn State, and my little screen is going to be my my own school. <laughs> like, sure. like I I don't think that it's going to be the first game I'm missing too. Like that. Like I haven't missed a game since I've been a student here. 
it's gonna be the first game I'm missing. I just it's looked just over to the right up. side of ESPN. Yeah. And I saw a tweet from six days ago that says Ritter took it 91 yards to the house. I don't need this. Sorry, bud. I just saw I just saw it. I do not need this. <laughs> but yeah, SMU's my lock for the week. Uh let's go into upsets of the week for the NCAA. Uh I, your upset is it doesn't make sense. It it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Kansas State is a five and a half point dog to West Virginia. Like I get they're at West Virginia, but it's West Virginia. Like they haven't looked good since Greer left. Like they beat Eastern Kentucky. They lost by fourteen to to OK State. They beat Baylor. They beat Kansas, and they lost by seven to Tech. Like they're not looking horrible, but like Kansas State has gone in and beat Tech, beat TCU, beat Oklahoma, beat Kansas. <laughs> Their only loss was to Arkansas State, but like they've taken care of business in the in the Big 12 so far. Mm-hmm. Like ESPN still is giving Kansas State a 52% chance to win. Like I don't get why they're five and a half point dogs. Yeah. That makes sense to me. That, I... I, yeah, Kansas State's my lock. Like the Kansas State plus five and a half, hammer it, hammer that shit, baby. But <laughs> the funny thing here is, uh, for reference, I picked Kansas State and I picked Oklahoma State. He also picked those two. Yeah, I've decided to switch both of mine because you know, make it a little more interesting. But those two are a hundred percent my lock and my upset. There's yeah, I, I honestly can't. I feel like Kansas State could be a lock too because mm. you know. If I always, win. yeah. yeah. If, even if they win, if they win, they automatically win. But like, I do my, I take note of my own bets on the side before, and like, I had Kansas State and OK State as two of my three for the week before mm-hmm. we even started talking. Like, looking at it before, before both of us knew, like, yeah, this, these two games are way too easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, what's your upset of the week, Matt? My upset of the week for the week is Louisville over Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech is three and a half point favorites, but they are going into Louisville. And I I don't really know much about these two teams because I really hate the ACC because of <laughs> the big orange. Um, but I do think playing at home uh, gives Louisville a big advantage. Uh, they're only three and a half dogs, so it's it's not like a huge upset, but... I do think they can they can take one away from Virginia Tech at home. Mm. Um, being they my upset, really nice they have a really nice stadium. They do. Like, whenever I drive down from uh, from Ohio down to here, I pass the stadium when I go through Louisville. It's a really nice stadium. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. On a, on a tangent, like when I was touring schools, I toured Utah, and I never expected Utah have such a nice stadium. Like oh yeah. Utah Stadium is really nice too. Like of teams that I expected not to focus on football at all, Louisville and Utah are pretty high up there. And both oh, of them yeah. have really nice stadiums. For sure. For sure. That is our upset and our lock of the week. Let's move in quickly to the Big Ten. Uh we've got a big fun slate of games. We got Minnesota, Maryland playing right now. Minnesota's up 38 28 with 7 12 left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's a commercial uh, right now. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a shocker of the game. I would have picked Minnesota to win by like three touchdowns, but maybe Minnesota's on. just bad this year. I don't know. But it's there are three different, 
there are two very distinct possibilities right here. Minnesota is bad. That's three possibilities. Minnesota is bad. Maryland just played like played like ass when they had their new QB coming in. Or Northwestern is just going to run away with the West. And I and I feel like that those are the three possibilities right here. You pretty much covered all the bases right there. <laughs> like I think Northwestern's in contention for the West. I really do. I I'm gonna say it now. I don't even care I'm, about watching this week. They are in contention for the West. They're going into Iowa this week. Let's let's just start with this one. Screw it. Let's start with this good one. They are going into Iowa and they are going to win. That's I that's have my Iowa as I have Iowa as one of my picks for this week. Iowa <laughs> two and a half point favorites. I think Northwestern goes in there, beats them by two and a half touchdowns. It's thirty eight thirty one Minnesota. Maryland just kicked a field goal. That's my prediction for the week though. I, Northwestern goes into Iowa Iowa wins by two and a half touchdowns. I already talked about my other two picks of the week. Iowa over Iowa uh, minus two and a half over Northwestern was my last pick of the week. Hmm. Like I think, I think Iowa is going to be able to like fall back into Iowa terms more this week, and they're going to be able to beat Northwestern and bounce back from that bad Purdue loss. Yeah. I think Northwestern is going to be running a bit too high after being Maryland. And I think that yep. they're gonna, and I think that they are gonna falter a little bit. That's fair. Uh, they are going into Iowa, so that does make it a little more difficult. Yeah. But I do think Northwestern they look pretty good. It's Maryland. It's Maryland, but they yeah. look, they look pretty good. They look it's pretty Maryland, good. But like, it's a seven point game with seven minutes left. So like, like in their in in this week's game, it's a seven point game with seven minutes left. And maybe Maryland just had a bad week. Yeah, like I, it it could be the same thing as me talking about sermon and like mm-hmm. getting getting acclimated. Getting so your acclimated pick is the- Iowa. My pick is Northwestern. Yeah, run that next game. We're going to another small game. It doesn't matter. We can just take two seconds, acknowledge it. The fact that it is a game. <laughs> Purdue, Illinois, Purdue's favored by seven and a half. I got Purdue by two. Uh, yeah, I think I think yeah, I think Purdue is going to come in win by by at least two scores. Yeah. Especially think- after they just beat Iowa. Like Illinois did not look good against Wisconsin. I get Wisconsin's like top of the Big Ten, but like Purdue just beat another team that we both expected to be top of the West. They're yeah. close to top of the West. So I think they're gonna win by at least more than one score. Yep. That we both agree with that one. Yeah. Uh, moving into the next game, rivalry game. Uh, but it's another game that I think we both predict the same thing. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan's favored by twenty-one and a half. I think they win by twenty-four. I don't think I, it's even close. I don't think it is either. I saw the video trending a couple days ago about the the oh, it's blocked. Michigan State runs it back. I saw that video again the other day. That's not going to happen. I know. I really want it to. I don't think it's gonna. Yeah. Like I, I like especially after they looked against Rutgers. Like I get that. Like. They had seven turnovers, and like if they just cut down the turnovers, then maybe it would be closer. But like, I don't, don't think then Michigan's gonna just destroy them. It's not even gonna yeah. be fun to watch. Granted, like, they're never fun to watch. Now that like I'm looking at this game more, if Michigan State is able to cut down on their turnovers, I think they'll be able to keep it within the the twenty one and a half point spread. But like I just because it's Big Ten football, twenty one and a half points is insane for Big Ten football. 
I would not bet the line on this one. Not at all. No. I think Michigan State, if they are able to solve at least even like two of their seven turnover woes, then they're gonna be able to keep within the score, but like within the spread, but like I I don't want that I uh, here's a question. Are you on the side of you want Michigan to win every game except for against us, or you want yes. them to lose every game? I am always a big proponent of Penn State and Michigan going into a, the Ohio State week undefeated. Because I, I, I pinball or met, metronome, pinball, whatever you want to call it, back and forth between the two. Between I want them to lose every game and I want them to win every game. Because it's really funny watching them lose in really sad ways. However, I also wanted to help Ohio State as much as possible. <laughs> like watching, like watching that punt, watching that punt block. That was the reason Ohio State didn't make it into the playoffs. Be- yeah. If Michigan gets that punt off, then Ohio State makes it into the playoffs because Ohio State wins on tiebreaker over Michigan State mm-hmm. to go to a Big Ten championship. <laughs> but it's also really fun to laugh at that. Yeah. <laughs> This is one of those games. Michigan State fixes their turnovers. They stay within the margin. If they don't, they beat the margin. So this is one yeah. game you just you just watch it and enjoy it. Yeah, I I think it'll be good. It'll either be really good or really, or it'll be like either really good, really close, or really Michigan lopsided. Like it'll be within one score or seven scores. <laughs> yeah. Can't disagree with that. Uh, next game. This one. This one's interesting, which is why I left it to second to last. Uh, Indiana Rutgers. Indiana got moved up to 17 after beating Penn State, and Rutgers pulled off either a miracle win against Michigan State or Michigan State's really bad. I don't know, but I, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, ESPN took the line. Oh, shoot. Maryland is on a run. He's on the 25 yard line. Four minutes Uh-oh. left down by seven. Sorry. <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> breaking news when you're listening to this podcast two days later <laughs> um but uh before espn took it away i think the line was like indiana minus 11 uh if indiana is is like actually as good as as they are and like they're not being overhyped then that should be easy in my mind like i don't think rutgers is going to be able to get a seven turnover game again that helps them win by like 11 like they won by 11 with seven turnovers they they led the turnover differential by i think plus five last week or by by plus four huh they have the defensive minded head coach and chiano yeah but like if you lead the turnover differential by four you shouldn't only win by 11 fair so like i i think indiana is gonna gonna uh keep their uh, keep their hype up and and uh, go out and beat Rutgers by at least more than the spread. I think Indiana wins by one touchdown. Really, you think it's going to be that close? Or ten? One, one, and one to one and a half touchdowns. I don't, I don't think they beat the spread, but okay. Because I I, I, I do think that Greg Schiano's defensive mind is phenomenal. Um. Yes, it is. I just. And I think scheme is more important than talent. And I think his scheme against Indiana will be great. So uh, they won't have the same turnover differential, but I do think they will be able to keep it. Scheme is more important than, in my mind, scheme is more important than talent when they are close, when the talent is close. 
I don't think the talent is close. I don't think Indiana has that much talent either. I, I don't just... think they do, but I he's been here for what six months. I don't think that he can bring in that much new talent. That's fair, but I I, I, I still think it'll be interesting. Fair. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. Like, oh, it'll be a great game. It'll be fun to watch it through. Like I, I think it'll I think it'll be. I honestly think it'll be the closest game. Mm-hmm. Like I I think even Northwestern Iowa. It'll I think that. Whichever side gets ahead, it'll just be the, that other side. That side is ahead for the majority. Like I don't think it's going to be like back and forth like like Indiana Penn State was last week. Yeah, got one game left. Are we just going to ignore the canceled one? <laughs> canceled. We don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's Wisconsin, Nebraska. By the way, I feel bad for Nebraska because Wisconsin can't you know keep it together. Did I already um, have my rant about Feinbaum? That was before the podcast. That was before. Okay. So earlier I was looking at my phone and ESPN pops up with a notification. Let me find this notification again. Where is it? Feinbaum rips Nebraska. Paul Feinbaum calls proposal to play Chattanooga a total embarrassment. Quotations around that. And says the Huskers don't belong in the Big Ten. Meanwhile, we see Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Georgia, all these schools play Chattanooga every year. They play Chattanooga, the Citadel. They play all these FCS schools every year. You don't see him complaining about that. Nebraska gets a game canceled. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, maybe we can fill that slot just so that we keep our guys going and we have, a, and we have another game because it's not our fault that this game is canceled. How dare you? You should be kicked out of the Big Ten for such behavior of wanting to play a game of football. Yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a freezing cold take, ladies and gentlemen. That is, that is a freezing cold take by Feinbaum. All right, let's leave that okay. one. That game doesn't matter anymore. Uh, Ohio State at Penn State. Penn State came off a bad loss against Indiana. Ohio State came off of a interesting win against the second half. Big second half, which I think they can bring into this week. I think Ohio State wins by two scores. I so I've seen a stat that Penn State has a losing record in whiteout games, which I guess makes sense because like you're bringing the big teams into town when you do the whiteout. Mm-hmm. But I still think the whiteout itself is at least a 10-point swing. Yeah. And they aren't having a whiteout. <laughs> so I think that we're going to take care of Like We are currently a 10.5 point favorite. They don't have a whiteout. Make that 20 points. <laughs> I say we win by two or three scores. Like, I get that Penn State's been in our side, but, like, I don't think that they're going to be able to do it, especially after they just had that devastating loss against Indiana, and they, in all their fan base, I don't know how the players are reacting in the locker room, but they're anything like the fan base is like, oh, we got cheated out of that win. And I don't think that if you, that, if that mentality is in both is in the is it even if it's just in the fan base is gonna be good for going up against a powerhouse. Yeah. Like I I think that we're gonna look good. Like ESPN gives us seventy nine percent chance to win. Jeez. Like I don't I don't like that number. That feels way too high for ESPN to be giving us a chance to win. I agree. But like even looking at the stat comp- like obviously it's been one week. 
oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> both leading passers and leading rushers are the same person for both teams. Fields is Fields is our leading passer and rusher, and Clifford is their leading passer and rusher. Gotta love that. Gotta love it. But I think that we're gonna come in and win by two or three scores. Oh yeah. Like I, I I agree. yeah. It's a game to watch I, this week, hundred percent. Mm. No question, no doubt. Game of the week. That's how you that's how you spend your your um Halloween night. Just oh, absolutely. Sit sitting in sit in the living room, crack open a brew. Play some Among just, Us. Oh, how dare you play Among Us during Ohio State? How I slept in the last one. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you, Matt? Hey, hey, <laughs> we all live our lives. We all live our lives. But I think that it's going to be a good Big Ten week. Like, I mm-hmm. don't think that it's too like. I I think I'm go. I think it's going to be a good week to watch. It, I don't know if we're gonna have like the shock of, shocks of last week, <laughs> but like oh, I think that's still gonna be a good a good um, week. You wanna know why? It's gonna be a good week. Why? One nineteen left in the fourth quarter. Thirty eight, thirty eight. Fourth and yep. two. Maryland or Minnesota. Forty seven. Yep. This is it's already off to a good week on Friday night. Yeah. Like it's already a really good week. Game? What's the line of this game? I don't know. Um, Minnesota minus eighteen. Oh. <laughs> I saw it earlier, and I remembered it was something big because I was gonna pick it, wow. but the game had already gone off when I had when I picked my picks. Wow, I did. Uh, wow, Minnesota's bad. <laughs> Minnesota's really had a story and dipped. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much you can. There's a flag on that punt. Got trounced by Teton and then come in and barely. If they win, they I barely beat they, Maryland. If this flag is Minnesota, just had a false start on their punt. Oh man! All right, well, we kind of gone through everything um, with yeah. the Big Ten. Uh, this Minnesota Maryland game is actually pretty fun to watch, so I think we're going to end it right here. Uh, last minute enjoy it for yourselves so that because <laughs> it is looking good yep and if you guys want to we appreciate the support uh through our first episode our first launch episode everyone that listened in uh i know i listened to it once just to just to see what what kind of improvements we want to make because <laughs> i th- i think this episode went a lot smoother than the first one i ain't gonna lie to you what do you think I'm gonna be honest. I was reading a stat that was on the Maryland screen that teams trailing 17 plus entering the fourth are 0 and 71 this season. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what did you say? Do you think? Uh, never mind. This podcast it did not go smoother than the first one. Uh, <laughs> um, if you want to go ahead and check us out on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. And most of all, Spotify, if you enjoy the episode, hit that follow button on Spotify. We will do our best. We're going to get one episode out a week. If we can, we're going to try and get out two. But it yeah. does depend on work schedule and school schedule because that is our priority right now. Um, yeah. But do follow us on Spotify uh, sooner rather than later. I hope we should be able to get our Instagram and Twitter account up. So when we get that up, we will give you the tag. Um, and follow us on those platforms when we get that, as well as YouTube when we make that. That'll be coming here in the next couple weeks. Uh, We're still trying to figure everything out. Um, But do follow us on that. 
we do appreciate you guys for listening to this podcast and uh i think we will see you guys sometime next week see you next week adios